Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we'll unlock the book in praise of shadows written by the renowned Japanese writer Junichiro Tanizaki. In the East, shadows connote a weak light. They can be generated either when light is insufficient, or when something is blocking the light. For example, shadows are cast during the time when the sun sets or the twilight fades. Shadows also emerge from the overhang of a roof baking in the sun. That's how shadows are perceived in Japanese aesthetics as obscure and perceptual. It's like looking through a semi-transparent veil, we can't see clearly, but the vagueness is what makes it enchanting. Japan is mountainous and surrounded by the sea, so it enjoys both a unique and natural scenery. There you can find misty snowy mountains, steamy hot springs, and splendid cloud-like cherry blossoms. You can also see the ever-changing waves in the ocean that create a mystical mirage. The Japanese love nature, and they have developed a sensitivity for the beautiful yet capricious natural environment that they live in. They incorporate the aesthetics of shadows and obscurity into every aspect of their lives. Such an aesthetic view is well presented in this poetic essay in praise of shadows, where this attitude is supported by the author's detailed description of life. Junichiro Tanizaki was one of the major writers of modern Japanese literature, and was especially known for his works on aesthetics. Some of his best-known works include A Portrait of Shunken, the Makika Sisters, Captain Shigemoto's Mother, and Diary of a Mad Old Man. He also translated the 11th century Japanese classic The Tale of Genji into modern Japanese. His work won several prestigious awards in Japan, including the Manichi Publishing Culture Award, the Asahi Prize, and the Mainichi Art Award. He was nominated for the Nobel Prize in Literature seven times, once in 1958, and for six consecutive years from 1960 to 1965. His literary works and aesthetic explorations have influenced numerous Japanese artists and designers. In Praise of Shadows was originally published between late 1933 and early 1934. At that time, Japanese society was undergoing a period of cultural integration between the East and the West. Western advances in science and technology were making their way into the daily lives of the Japanese, bringing gradual changes to Japanese traditions. In an effort to reminisce about the good old days and the ancient aesthetics of the East, Tanizaki dissected traditional Japanese life with the belief that God is in the details, and revived the aesthetics of shadows in Japanese culture. In the following section, We'll examine the perspective of Tanizaki and explore the common aesthetic view of the Japanese people in three parts. In the first part, we'll look at the aesthetics of shadows in Japanese housing. We'll then talk about the aesthetics of shadows in the Japanese lifestyle. Finally, in the third part, we'll explore the aesthetics of shadows and the characteristics of the Japanese psyche. As previously mentioned, In Praise of Shadows is an essay. Due to its big success, it has been republished several times. In some editions, some of Tanizaki's other essays are also included, as they share the author's beliefs on aesthetics and represent the unique Japanese aesthetics of shadows. These works include Shadows, On Laziness, Love, and Eroticism, The Annoyance of Entertaining Guests, 
Random Thoughts on Traveling and Various Toilets. This bookie will not only focus on one particular essay, but will look at the body of work as a whole to present you with the details of the Japanese aesthetics of shadows. First of all, let's assess the beauty of shadows in Japanese housing. The classic beauty of subtlety and implicit detail is abundant in traditional Japanese buildings. The roofs of traditional Japanese buildings contain eaves that often cover all of the exterior walls. The eaves are so deep that they are like parasols, keeping the entire building under the roof's protection, while casting spacious shadows between the walls and the roof. Whether it's a magnificent temple or an austere farmhouse, traditional Japanese roofs all share an almost identical shape and structure. As Japanese buildings are made primarily of wood, the roof's function includes protecting the exterior walls as well as sheltering people inside from bad weather. Making the roof wider so that the eaves can reach further beyond the walls, can better prevent damage from wind, rain, and direct sunlight. Thanks to such a structure, the lifespan of the wooden walls, pillars, doors, and windows can be largely extended. Consequently, the rooms inside the house become darker. But because the Japanese have lived for so long under those deep eaves, they've discovered the beauty of serenity in the shadows. Furthermore, they have used the beauty of such suggestive hidden spaces to help decorate other aspects of their lives. While the Japanese roof was initially designed to protect the building, some structural designs under the roof were made for the purely aesthetic need to create a serene atmosphere. For instance, the Japanese build verandas along the exterior walls so that the sunlight won't enter the rooms directly. Inside the building, they have paper-paneled sliding doors, known as the shoji, which makes the indoor light even softer. Moreover, the design of traditional toilets is a wonderful example of how the Japanese create a sense of seclusion and peacefulness in their living environment. The Japanese toilet usually stands apart from the main building, connected by a long corridor designed to keep them separate. The toilet is always surrounded by plants, and hidden under the shadows of trees, making it particularly secluded and charming. The aesthetic atmosphere of traditional Japanese buildings relies heavily on the beauty of shadows. Deeply influenced by Zen, the Japanese apply this beauty to their daily lives, and refine it to the point that their living environment also embodies a Zen feeling. Of course, the aesthetics of shadows don't only emphasize darkness. The key is to bring out the beauty of light with the help of darkness. Lightness and darkness are not only opposite to each other, but also complementary in the alternation of light and shadows, we find both a clear contrast and the zen of life. This unique air of serenity isn't found in Japanese architecture alone. Elegant household decorations also exude a strong sense of mystery and serenity. The Japanese call themselves the Yamato people, and a Japanese room is called a washitsu. When compared with the Western room decoration style that uses colorful wallpaper to cover every inch of the wall, walls in a Japanese room can seem surprisingly simple. Though each household may have a different preferred color, the overall feel created by the neutral wall colors in every house is always simple. Walls are usually finished with sandstone in a single neutral color, maybe with different hues, but when the sunlight comes in, the walls won't glare, but generate a soft glow. Imagine a bare wall without anything on it. When the sunlight shines through the leaves and branches in the courtyard, 
it casts contrasting shadows on the plain wall, which then resembles a painting of natural scenery. In addition to this, shoji are used inside the room to divide the space and also hung on the porch to block direct sunlight, and soften the room's light. In this way, the indoor atmosphere appears even more serene and mystical. The light changes constantly throughout the day, and the changing seasons bring different views. Interior decoration with the utmost simplicity can always adapt to these changes, leaving a longer-lasting charm than fancy wallpapers. Another feature of the interior decor of Japanese rooms is the tokonoma, a recessed space in a Japanese-style reception room, in which items for artistic appreciation are displayed. A tokonoma makes the indoor atmosphere more impressive. They were originally used for religious purposes, an alcove in which to place statues of Buddha and were practically shrines. In a Japanese room, a tokonoma is usually set inside of the simple walls, which we previously described. Inside a tokonoma, there may be a hanging scroll or another kind of ornament. When an alcove exists on the wall, the shadows have more depth. The contrast between brightness and darkness is stronger, and the shadows in the tokonoma get heavier which brings out the beauty of the objects inside. As important as the tokonoma is, the wall scrolls and other decor items inside it must be equally refined. The Japanese always say, God is in the details. They believe that a successful overall outcome depends on the accomplishments of each detail. Therefore, the detail-oriented Japanese have strict standards for the ornaments they choose. For instance, the wall scrolls and any other ornaments must blend in with the tokonoma. Even the scrolls mounting must be done with much consideration, so that it's harmonious with the entire room. With such attentive arrangement, the elegant scroll and the dark tokonoma unite into one. Like a three-dimensional painting, they add long-lasting charm to the room's aura of mystical serenity. Now, let's look at another characteristic of the Japanese room's interior decor the sporadic use of glittering materials. In a traditional Japanese building, the innermost rooms are very dark since the sunlight can't penetrate their walls. The furniture is finished in black lacquer, which adds to that darkness even more. So, how can such an oppressive darkness be diluted? Here is the Japanese solution. As we know, sliding doors or screens are commonly used in a Japanese room to obstruct one's view. The Japanese then place golden leaves on the sliding doors or screens, for the purpose of sending forth a soft golden glow into the otherwise dark room. Materials like gold leaf glitter strongly under bright sunlight. In dimly lit rooms, however, they can give out just the right amount of glitter. Similarly, golden motifs are painted on black lacquered furniture as decoration, making the dark room livelier. The Japanese make great use of such glittering details to offset the dullness of the room, adding a hint of glamour to the darkness. Alright, that concludes our first part. In this part, we explored the aesthetics of shadows in Japanese housing. The Japanese integrate the beauty of shadows into their buildings and their everyday lives. With this secluded yet peaceful atmosphere, even toilets become artistic. The interior decoration of Japanese rooms is simple and elegant. Every detail is attended to. The contrast and complementary effect of light and darkness is used to create a sense of serenity in the house. Now, let's move on to the next part and explore the aesthetics of shadows in the Japanese lifestyle.
Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.